Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for November 13, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled Grace and Truth. It's the grace and truth that Jesus came to usher us into. This is part 48 of the overall series, and the title of today's message is God Gave You Faith. I don't know if you knew that, but God gave you faith. Faith is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, and God dealt to you the measure of faith that you need. So let's get into the word. Here we go. So our foundational scriptures are John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17. The Bible says in John 1 and 14, the word Jesus became flesh and he dwelt among us and we were able to behold his glory. And it was the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. In verse 17, the Bible says, well, the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. The law was given on tablets of stone, but grace and truth wasn't given. Grace came. Grace came in the form of a person and his name is Jesus. So we've been doing like a compare and contrast between living by the law and living by grace, the grace that Jesus provided. And we studied Galatians 3, Galatians 4, Galatians 5. In Galatians 5, we got to the fruit of the Holy Spirit and I've been stuck there for a while. So let's go back to that. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. This is what the Bible says. But the fruit that is produced by the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you, is divine love. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is love because God is love. So everything, all these fruit are in love, right? And then there are various expressions of God's love. And so Paul gives us eight expressions of God's love. Here they go. Joy that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue or good works, faith that prevails. That's what I'm dealing with today still. Gentleness of heart and strength of spirit. So never set your attention upon the law above these qualities because these qualities are limitless. So um, I got to faith and I've been stuck on faith for a few days because faith is so important that I just, I'm not led to leave from it yet. So I'm gonna still deal with faith again this morning. And I was led to go to two scriptures to add to this, Hebrews 11 and 6 and Romans 12 and 3. Let me read these two to you and then we'll get into the word. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Impossible, not possible. Because if anyone comes to God, they must believe that he exists and that he will reward those who seek him in an earnest way. Romans 12 and 3 says, for by the grace given to me, I say to you. Now listen, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. Now that's good. But rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the fact that God has distributed to each person the measure of faith. God has given the measure of faith to every person. So what does this mean to you today on this Wednesday morning? I have four things to share with you. As I get into these four things, I want you now to, to rid yourself of all distractions, focus in on what the Holy Spirit is saying through me. You ready? Four things. Number one, here we go. God gave you what you need to please him. God gave you what you need to live a life that is pleasing in his sight. Hebrews 11 and 6 says that it is impossible to please God without faith. Impossible not possible. It is, you are incapable of pleasing God without faith. So think about that for a minute. Like, so here you are, you're human, that's God, and you cannot please him without faith. So if you think about that and you're not living by faith, let me say it this way. If, so if you're not living by faith, which is of course what I'm teaching on and what the way that we're supposed to live, then you're not living a life that is pleasing in his sight. 
And, and as you think about us down here and God up there, and God says, you, it is impossible for you to please me without faith, then as humans, people could be like, well, that's not right. That's not fair. You know, especially today, 2019, everything has to be fair. But you could say that that's not fair had God not given you the faith that you need. God is never going to require, it would be unrighteous of God as a father to require something of you that he hasn't already given you, right? His instruction is always equal to his injection. He's never going to expect you to do what he has not equipped you to do. But what he equips you to do, he expects you to do. So he's saying, no, you cannot please me without faith, but I gave you faith. Romans 12 and 3 says that he dealt to every man the measure of faith. So he's requiring faith of us because he deposited faith in us. You see what I'm saying? So he gave you the faith that you need to live a life pleasing in his sight. The question now is, what are you going to do with it? Will you only pick up your faith? And this is unfortunately like the way a lot of people live. Are you only going to pick up your faith when, when you need something? <laughs> are you only going to pick up your faith when you got a, a child in the hospital or when you have more month than money? Or are you going to live by faith? You're supposed to live by faith every second of every day. You are the just and the just shall live by faith. This isn't something you just pick up when you need something. This is how we're supposed to live. Number two, God has done his part. His part is already done. See, God made plans for you before the world began. And these are good plans. I mean, good plans, plans to bless you, plans to use you, plans to give you a future and a hope, Jeremiah 29, 11. And now once you're born again, God gave you his spirit, Holy Spirit the Holy Ghost. So now the Holy Spirit is in you and he's revealing to you. He begins to reveal to you the plans that God made for you before the world began. God is so good that he made the plans. God is so good that he gave you a spirit to reveal the plans. And God is so good that he then gave you the faith that you need to believe the plans and to access them, right? To like lay hold of them. So, so God gave you the plans, God gave you the spirit, and then God gave you the faith that you need to access his grace. Everything God does for you, he does by grace, unearned, unmerited, undeserved. And then everything you're supposed to do in response to that grace, you're supposed to do it by faith. So God did everything. I mean, God gave you his spirit. God gave you his son. God gave you his plans. God gave you his grace. And then God gave you faith so you can access all of that. Everything God does is already done. And so what you got to do is have the faith or employ the faith that God gave you to respond to everything that God is revealing to you by his spirit. So your part is to be crazy enough. I mean, like, cause faith doesn't make sense. I mean, God will tell you something that doesn't make sense. So you got to have the faith to be crazy enough to believe the invisible and attempt the impossible. God will tell you to do something that you can't do and you have to go out there and have the faith to try at the risk of looking foolish. That's how you know when you're really in faith, when you're out there like, oh my God, God, I'm gonna, I'm, you're telling me to do this. I'm Please, please don't let me look stupid. Don't let me look stupid. At the risk of looking foolish, that's what God will do to you. And it's not easy, but if it were easy or if everything was believable, then you wouldn't require faith. God won't give you all the answers up front. God is not going to tell you all the details. If you're like a planner like me, <laughs> then you're like, oh, I want to know all the answers up front. Let me plan. No, God's not going to do that. Because if God gave you all the answers, if God gave you all the details, then it wouldn't require faith. 
God calls you to do something that you can't do. God calls you to fund projects that you don't have the money for. God calls you to do things that are beyond you so that you can believe. So it requires faith. God calls you to things that far exceed your power, your ability, your strength, your background, your education, your experience. God calls you to that so that you can exercise your faith. God has done his part. He's called you to an amazing life. God gave you the grace to perform it. God gave you the faith you need to access the grace. Now, what are you going to do with it? His part is done. Your part is faith. Number three, you don't need more faith. What you need is um, to develop the faith that you have. So you have faith because he gave you faith. But, okay, Romans 12 and 3 says God gave you the measure of faith, right? The measure. So everybody has the measure of faith. So you have faith. So it's not that you need more faith. Is you need to develop, like, like you develop a muscle, you don't get more muscles, you have muscle, but you develop the muscles. So you must develop the faith and you do this by practicing. <laughs> so faith is something you say, faith is something you do, faith is a seed you sow in response to what God revealed. And so this is something that you have to practice. The more you do this, the more natural it will be to you. And, and the first time you do this or the first few times you do it, it seems crazy. It seems crazy for you to go out there and do something in response to something that just doesn't make sense. But the more you do this, the more you practice, the more you put this into practice, you say it, you, you perform it, you sow it, you, you're doing things in response to what the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. The more you do that, the more natural it will be to you, right? And now you are living in response to what the Holy Spirit is revealing to you about your future. And so every day you're doing things and you're making decisions based on what God revealed. So, so maybe you were going down this road and had not the Holy Spirit talked to you yesterday, you probably were about to make this decision. But since the Holy Spirit spoke to you, maybe he gave you a dream while you were sleeping. He gave you a vision while you were awake. He spoke to you while you were reading the Bible. He gave you a word behind the word. He sent someone to you. He had somebody give you a phone call. He Somebody walked up to you in the mall and said, I don't normally do this, but God said, you know, I don't know. God has a million ways of speaking to you. But since God spoke to you and gave you a word, now the decision you were going to make, now you're making a different decision. Why? Because you're making a decision by faith. You are responding to what God revealed. This is how we're supposed to live. We live by every word. Matthew 4 and 4, we don't live by bread only. We live by every word God reveals to us. Number four, and finally, as I close, think about how good God has been to you. I want you to think about this for a minute. You did not pursue God without God first pursuing you. You could not even love God without God first loving you, right? And you didn't even pursue the word until God sent people to bring the word to you. God even gave you the faith that you need to respond to all of this stuff, to believe the word. So God gave you his love. He sent his son to die in your place. He forgave you of your sin by his unearned grace. He filled you with his Holy Spirit when you were born again. He gave you his word so you can better understand who he is, right? Because in the word of God, you get to know the, 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 the character, the attributes, and the nature of God. When you read the word of God, you get to know the God of the word. So he gave you all of that. He then gave you his spirit. And the Holy Spirit is revealing the plans that he made for you before the world began. And since you cannot receive or believe those plans without faith, God gave you faith too. 
I mean, think about it. So God did everything. God did every, his part is already done. God gave you everything you need. You have the word, you have the spirit, you have grace, you have faith. So now what are you going to do with it? The Holy Spirit is living on the inside of you and the fruit of the Holy Spirit is available to you. Part of that fruit is faith. You are the just and you're supposed to live by faith. I'm declaring over your life that you will become the man, the woman that God has called and destined and designed and desires for you to be. But you're not going to become that person because you're so good. You're going to become that person because God is good. <laughs> because God is good and he has given you everything you need. Say, I have everything I need. You have everything you need to live a successful life. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me to walk and live by faith. You gave me your son as a sacrifice. He died for my sin. You gave me your spirit when I accepted your son as my Lord. You gave me your word so I can get to know you better and understand how to function in your kingdom. And you gave me faith. I have the faith I need to believe and receive what the Holy Spirit reveals. Your part is already done. My part is to walk and live by faith. I declare that I do. I will become the man or woman I was born to be. I will do this by your grace. I will do this for your glory. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a big subscribe button. Click on it, put in your email address, and you'll get all my notes in your email inbox for free. Head into this day knowing that you have faith. God gave you faith. Faith is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. You have everything you need to live a life that is pleasing in God's sight. Now, what are you going to do with it? Do me a favor. Before you leave the screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. I love you. God loves you. Have an amazing day. God bless you.